Is it on? Welcome to the Shant Show with your hosts, Curtis, Josh, Mario, and Jordan. Alright everybody, welcome into another edition of the pre or excuse me, preseason previews. This time we're coming to you talking about the defensive backfield. Now, this is a group that uh, underperformed a lot of expectations last season. We came in with DeJordan Strong, Lance Boykin, Jacob Prochet, and and yes, the safety group was new, but we expected a lot from that group and, and we didn't really get it. Now, that's not necessarily the fault of those players. Um, we openly admit on this podcast that that there were a lot of coaching decisions that hampered that group, we talked about it often about how this group was, or this coaching group, excuse me, was afraid to play man coverage. Um, they would have Lance Boykin, who has made the Seattle Seahawks training camp roster as an un- undrafted free agent. They would have him play seven yards off when he's six foot, six foot one, six foot two. I don't remember, but he's a big guy. He's six foot five. Good God. Anyways. They would have he's a big guy with strong hands, and they'd have him play seven, eight yards deep, and then they would just get burned on crosses and hitches, and and they wouldn't be able to do anything. And so, I blame the coaching staff for a, a lot of those issues. We don't have that problem anymore. Um, Georgia State does; they're stuck with Chad Stags. Um, so we come in with with a lot of new faces, a couple of returning guys, and and a couple of guys that are really going to stand out in their first year of play, even though it's not their first year on the team. Josh, I'll come to you. This is a, a, a position group that has had a lot of change. Who in this group are you looking to have a breakout season? So to first address that question, I'm actually going to go and address, I think, Curtis Fuller, the new cornerback coach, is going to have a breakout season. He was a NFL player. He was a corner himself, um, played in the NFL, and also coached in the NFL as well. He's coached guys like Buda Baker, James Bradbury, Shaq Thompson, Charles Woodson. So this guy has experience. Um, He's the new corner coach, so bringing in new life and NFL experience with, I mean, some of the greatest corners in the league now and all time. And then we're rolling back another defensive coordinator that's also like the safeties coach in Craig Navier. So, like you said, Georgia State now has the Chad Staggs problem, but I'm looking for Curtis Fuller to make an impact with the corners. And then right away, this is a guy that we actually talked about a ton um, leading up to last season. And then he tore his ACL, I think, before the season. But I'm going to run it back because he was really good in his freshman year um Dre Pickney Trey Pickney has transferred out but now we have Dre Pickney back this season fully recovered from his injury and just like last year especially with another year to sit and watch and and ACLs aren't as bad as they used to be hopefully that's fully recovered and he's had another year to watch but I'm looking for him at safety to have a a massive year alongside Taven Jackson both guys have experience um and I think they could have huge seasons and maybe be one of the best safety groups that we've had here in a long time because Jackson played a little bit with Spillum, but 
those two guys together, I think are safeties for once. If they are played correctly and set up in a position to succeed, um, I think that Dre Pickney's going to have a massive year. Yeah, I can see that. It's another year of learning, and and yes, we would have preferred to have him on the field, especially with some of the results we got last year. But a year in the film room, a year you know in training, a year watching, a year learning, a year absorbing more knowledge, and and now you've got a new coaching staff. Is and we were really excited about him going into last year too. Absolutely, we were. I think I think you're dead on the money with that. Jordan, I'll come to you. Who's your expected breakout player in the defensive backfield? I like Abraham T-Money. Um, this is a guy, you know, he played at Erskine. Didn't really get a lot of exposure because of Erskine. I know about Erskine because I'm from the upstate. A really small school, but, I mean, when he was out on the field for Erskine, he he was a baller. Uh, played seven games last year. He had 48 tackles, 28 of them solo. Um, he had one forced fumble, four pass breakups, um, eight tackles, one pass breakup, and a block kick. Um, so he's he seems like he can do it all. So looking for have a pretty good season next uh, this upcoming year. Um, I just I'm really the the size is what gets me. You know, 6'4", 200 pounds. You know, this is somebody that we probably need at that position. You know, it's going to get some, a lot of exposure. This guy can absolutely ball, and I'm just looking forward to seeing what he can do. Um, I feel like Jacob Prochet, you know, a lot of people have kind of, like, turned their back on him. I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do. Um, definitely trying to have a bounce back year. He did play pretty decent last year, but at times, you know, it just – you know, some it just didn't happen at, at some points of his game, but I feel like he has something to come back and prove. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do. And really, you know, Dre Pinkney, you know, Josh pretty much said, it, you know, at just a, a, a devastating injury he had. He was playing lights out at the time. And, you know, I'm eager to see what he can do coming back from that injury. We got we got potential. I can definitely say that we definitely got potential with this group. And, you know, we felt really strong last year. But these guys coming in, I mean, sky's the limit. You know, these these coaches we got coming in now and these players we got coming in, I feel like they're going to buy into the system really quick. And we'll see that game one against UCLA. Yeah, and, and another good pick. Listen, you could pick just about anybody off of this defensive back group and say, listen, they're going to be better than their predecessors were last year. I think that's going to be a theme with a lot of the defensive positions this year. Coastal Carolina's offense, or excuse me, Coastal Carolina's defense last year was exquisitely bad. 109th in points per game at 32.3, 90th in yards per game. A stat that I love is opponent points per play. Coastal Carolina was 115th in the country, giving up nearly half a point per play. So to put that in perspective, if a team has a seven-play drive that results in, or excuse me, a six-play drive that results in a touchdown, that's one point per play. So Coastal Carolina was giving up a lot of points on drives that didn't have a lot of plays, and this secondary giving up big plays was one of the reasons Coastal Carolina's season wasn't exactly what we expected last year. Mario, 
who in this group do you think can start to limit some of those big plays? Well, I think last year, going back to the defense, I think the biggest problem that we had was tackling. You know, it took a lot more than one guy to tackle somebody as small as like a running back. I feel like tackling was definitely a big part of the defense last year that was lacking. And as I was taking my notes, I saw one guy, Lawrence Sullivan Jr. He's a corner now. He doesn't have a Division One background. However, he's he was part of a lower division, but still, 2022, he was all MAC North Division second team. Don't get that MAC confused with the MAC division that got extinct last year, but. He was second team. He recorded 55 tackles, four interceptions, one of them for a pick six and seven pass breakups. I think a guy like that, I think he's going to, I don't think he's going to start right away, but I think towards maybe like the middle of the season, he's going to creep through the lineup and people may not know who this guy is, but I, but if used properly and if he puts the work in, I think he'll definitely be a big factor in this team. Honestly, I just look for guys who can, who can tackle, who aren't going to, give up those big plays because a lot of those big plays that we were giving up a lot of them were based off of broken tackles a lot of times last year we would come on this podcast and we would talk about how we couldn't stop nobody for nothing no matter how many times we would preview an episode or of a team we talked about how tackling was key and the thing was this defense did not have that tackling it almost seemed like when you would be on deep when they were on defense it was either they were going to get a turnover or they were just going to give up seven points and so I feel like tackling was a big part of the defense last year that was missing. And I think Lawrence Sullivan Jr. can definitely do that. As Josh said, we've been talking about Dre Picknate. I really do hope he comes back. Um, another guy who I'm actually very interested to see this year as far as safety, Jamar Brown. That was another guy who also had an injury after uh, he saw action in seven games. He had a season-ending injury. But during those seven games, he had 21 tackles, three sacks, and two pass breakups. That guy as well, I also feel like, could be a very, very big piece of this defense. You can use him on blitz schemes because he's very good with getting sacks, especially for a safety. Three sacks is a lot. And I feel like a guy like that could definitely take over that, that hybrid role, kind of like what Enoch had and kind of like what a lot of other players tried to take on last year. So, and, and on top of that, we we also got Charles Arnold Jr. That guy came in. He did a decent job uh, with the time that he had. He saw all, all 13 games and Honestly, this defense, you can't get any worse than what we did last year. Last year was not our year defensively. We had turnovers, but at the end of the day, we were just giving up big plays. I think this year is the year that the defensive coordinator is going to crack down on not giving up big plays. They're going to crack down on tackling, and I think we got the players to do it. Yeah, I can see that. I, I really can. I, I, I think that there's a lot of work to do. I think that there is no limit to what this team can accomplish, but you've got to start somewhere and you've got to start by limiting big plays. I'm surprised no one has mentioned his name yet. It's a guy that we have loved and raved about for nearly two years now. Um, Michael McDoom. He's finally going to see the field as a full-time regular player. Now I, I get it. It was his true freshman year last year. He's stunned as a kick returner. But, or excuse me, Matthew McDoom, my bad. Um, but he is someone that is super exciting every time he touches the field. And, and God, I wish he played offense. But <laughs> he's a guy that is going to create turnovers. He's going to, to create havoc. He's going to be all over the field because that's what he can do. That's who he is, and, and he's going to make an impact. Josh, you had something to, to add here. Yeah, so initially I wanted to talk about, um, and this is a guy that you mentioned him, Mario. 
We'll probably mention him as well in the linebacker unit because, like you said, he is a hybrid. But, yeah, Jamar Brown, and he's not somebody I was really looking at in this group, but he's like a safety linebacker hybrid. He had two interceptions last year that essentially sealed games for us. He won us that Army game with one of them. Um, he's a stud, and he's not traditional, but, yeah, he's a guy that can get sacks. He's he's a hybrid between it all. I mean, if you could put a defensive lineman, a safety, and a linebacker together, that's what you have. So huge, huge guy that could be massive for our success this year. And, yeah, I, I like him as a breakout candidate. And then, yeah, um, Matthew McDoom is is a beast, and, and you can go on talking about him after. But that was a guy that was a four-star recruit until he committed to Coastal. And then, of course, you know what they do there. They drop him to a three-star. But he's somebody that you've got to hope that and put your eggs in that basket as the coaching staff and and the raw athletic talent that he has that he could just be an absurd lockdown corner that can that can win you games at that position. Yeah, and and I know most of these are based around his his return speciality, but here's a list of his preseason honors going in. This is McDoom. Preseason All Sunbelt second team as a return specialist. Preseason Sunbelt Conference All Conference second team kick returner. Athlon Sports second team. Um, College Football Network third team as a kick returner and honorable mention on defense. Uh, Pro Football Network midseason All America honorable mention. That was last year um, at, at towards the end of the year. And he was the Sunbelt Conference special teams player of the week for a week last year. And, and, I say that knowing that this is an episode about the defensive backfield, but it shows me that this kid has the raw athleticism to do whatever he wants, whenever he wants. And I am so excited for the coaching staff this year to take full advantage of that. I can't wait to see this guy on the field on Saturdays. I can't wait to see him tear up the Rose bowl on September 2nd. I'm just super excited. Like it can't get here soon enough just so that I can see that guy. Also, with a name like McDoom, where's the merch at? I need I need you and your people to get to work on the merch because I will wear McDoom literally anything. <laughs> that that name and, and that ability combined that that could be uh, be marketing gold there. So somebody needs to get to work with that on uh, get to work with him on that. But Jordan, I'll turn it over to you for for some parting thoughts here, uh, and then Mario, one more shot, and we'll wrap up this episode. I mean, the only way the only way to go is up now. I mean, we can't be any worse than we were last year. So, um, you know, I'm I'm excited. I mean, this it just feels different this year with the new coaches we got and the players we we got coming in, and it just feels like something's gonna be special. And I just feel like you know the guys that we got and the guys that's coming in, um, they're gonna make an impact. They're they're hungry. They're fierce. Um, and I feel like they're ready to hit somebody other than themselves in practice. So um, I'm just excited. I, I, that's all I can say. I'm always eager to see what new talent comes to Coastal, who's going to make an impact. So, you know, sky's the limit. I hope that all these guys just have breakout years. Um, and let's just try to get this defense back to the Black Swarm defense that we had a few years ago and see how we can get this defense to be one of the best in the Sun Belt. Yeah, no, absolutely. And again, we talked about it. It can't get any worse than last year, you know. And now since we're bringing in real legit Division One coaches into this program, 
guys like Craig Navier, cornerback coaches that are experienced, even even as much as what Sam Pickney talked about regarding the strength and condition coach, the diets that they're going on. I'm expecting a new and improved defense this year. And it's going to be a pretty interesting year because we don't know who's going to be that guy on defense for Coastal. We have no clue. We know guys of last year. Like we said, Matthew McDoom, we're expecting him to break out. Dre Pickney, we talked about him as well. But because this is this is a new coaching staff, we have no clue who's coming in and who's going to make that impact. So it's going to be pretty interesting to watch. Very interesting. Coastal Carolina's defense is the most interesting side of the ball this year, not because of the talent, not because of what we expect. It's it's almost that uncertainty is is what's drawing you towards that side of the ball. And, and yes, I know you have the three-time reigning Sunbelt player of the year on the other side, but for me, this defensive unit, and specifically the defensive backfield, is the story for how successful Coastal Carolina's season will be in 2023. With that, we'll go ahead and sign off. Sign off. Follow us on Twitter at the Shant Show on Instagram at Shant Show. Send us in your picks for breakout player. What you're expecting from the defensive backfield this year? And uh, soon enough, September second will be here in the Rose Bowl. The Shant Show will be represented out there. I know that's something we've uh, we've put out there, but uh, we're super excited to uh, be bringing you game day coverage from uh, opening day this year. So. Uh, give us a follow on Instagram and um, you know, we'll be starting a, a YouTube page as well to be posting some videos and some vlogs about our, uh, our trip to Los Angeles. So um, keep an eye out uh, for, for all that. And uh, we'll see you real soon. As always, Sean's up. And since I haven't said it in a while, fire to the fellas.